There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Balls and Strikes podcast is brought to you by Elkhorn Training Camp. Let's have some fun and play ball. Good morning, everyone. This is Mike Alessandro from Elkhorn Training Camp. Uh, here today at the Balls and Strikes podcast, also joined uh, by my friend and uh, business colleague, Alex Hale. Good morning, Alex. Good morning. How's it going? It is going great. Uh, as our listeners know, uh, we did a state baseball championship preview the other day. Now it's uh, very important to do kind of a checkpoint, right? Uh, we're getting ready to approach uh, the championship games it's obviously been a fantastic uh, week of baseball, and we're going to break it down. And uh, as they like to say, Alex, it's why we play the games, right? Absolutely. And uh, we'll, we'll start uh, here. Let's dive right into Class B. We'll, we'll, we'll do a little bit of a review of what's happened, get kind of your analysis, Alex, uh, some player highlights, some team highlights, uh, what we expected, uh, what's, uh, what's happened since, right? Uh, but, again, it's why we play the games. And, Probably the the lead storyline here in Class B is you have a thirteen and thirteen team at least coming into the tournament in Waverly uh, that was the number eight seed and they said well we really don't care about seeds we're going to be in the state championship game and and here we are yeah they fought their way through and they've gone through the the juggernauts so they went through Norris and then followed it up by going through Beatrice and then Elkhorn North so they haven't shied away from the the task at hand and the challenge has been. You know, keeping your composure as you go into these tournament games and just continue to fight and continue to grind. I think the big thing with the state tournament is getting hot at the right time. And right now, I'm not betting against Waverly in any way. I think they're the, the lead horse right now. In the Class B tournament, the one big difference between Class B and Class A is it might be, not be what you think. It's that they have one less day for their pitchers to rest. So now you are kind of in a war of attrition. Can you... Find a guy who's going to be get in there and throw strikes, be competitive, and how hot are your bats going to be? Right now, I'm calling it today, you're going to need anywhere between eight and nine runs to win. So if you're not up to the task there, you're going to be in trouble for, for ending your season a little, a, little, a little early today. Yeah, what a great week this far uh, from Waverly, led by Coach Luke Tavis, uh, brother of Sam Tavis, who we know very well as um, being a part of Elkhorn Training Camp. But uh, let's talk briefly about uh, the performance from the pitcher, James Van Cleve, right? I think he threw a two-hitter yesterday mm-hmm. against Elkhorn North. And, oh, by the way, Waverly also, um, you know, they were facing Harahill, right, from mm-hmm. Elkhorn North, Nebraska commit. So they definitely earned their way into, uh, into the championship game. It's been really surprising with uh, the young, like the kind of the bigger-name young pitchers, um, they've been challenged in this tournament, and that's that's to be expected. I think sometimes we get caught up in the rankings and the, the commitments and things like that, and then when you get out there and have to play the game, you got to still pitch it and catch it. And the teams that p- play clean, the teams that throw strikes, are usually going to have the best chance to win. Right now in the tournament, there's only been two teams who have been able to win despite having a disadvantage in the walk column. So if they have walked more players than the other team, their pitching staff, you're usually on the short end of the stick. I think Westside and Scott are the only two ones who have avoided that um, in any of the games. So it is really 
come down. It really comes down to not giving up extra bases. Stolen bases have played a big part in it. Who can steal the most bases? Millard South has been running rampant in Class A. And I think that's really put a big emphasis on when we get – we like to get caught up in velocity and, you know, breaking balls and strikeouts. But you got to keep those free bases off the path, off the path. And if you can do that, then your team can get some momentum going, get your offense clicking, and everybody stays in a better rhythm. So I think we're seeing a little bit of that. Van Cleve was sharp, though. Um, I mean, the junior coming in, throwing a two-hitter, just painting corners, and it, he, he looked good. He looked sharp. It, was, it, it makes it a tough job for the hitters when a guy's able to go corner to corner like that, you know, mixing his breaking ball and his off-speed, and it's, he made it tough on those guys yesterday. You made a great point about the free passes and the walks, right? They interviewed Van Cleve after the game yesterday, and they asked him what his strategy was, throw strikes. That's what he said, right? Sometimes we make this game a little complicated, right? Well, and you get into situations where you, you always want to warn young pitchers, like you're going to give up hard contact at some point. How do you handle that? Does it make you shy away from pitching to contact? Is it, are you able to stay aggressive in the zone? I think sometimes with young pitchers, they, they try to be too perfect, and any contact in their mind becomes bad contact, and that's not the case. You want guys swinging. You want to be attacking guys. And so that can give you a lot more feedback than when you have guys up there able to see three, four, five pitches before they have to swing. Um, it, do, it puts them on the offensive rather than you as a pitcher. You want to be pushing the pace. You want to be keeping them off, off kilter because that's the entire game as a pitcher is you're trying to mess up their timing. Hitters are just trying to be on time. So from that standpoint, I mean, Van Cleve did a great job. I mean, all the angle did a great job against Beatrice the other day. And it's it, seeing these guys step up. We had Millard West in the other bracket throw a, a no-hitter. I mean, it's, it really comes down to pitching and defense is going to win you ball games, But you've got to throw strikes to do it. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Let's talk briefly about the games today. Uh, in Class B, and then we'll and then we'll move into a, a more in-depth uh, discussion on Class A. So Class B today, I believe we've got Waverly versus Scott at four o'clock, and then we have Elkhorn North versus Central City Fullerton Centura. And I remember in our podcast the other day, you said watch out for Central City; mm-hmm. they're making some noise. So let's discuss uh, these matchups: Waverly Scott uh, and Elkhorn North Central City. Maybe we go to Elkhorn North Central City since we've covered a little bit on Waverly already. So Elkhorn North Central City, I think you're going to come in and see two teams that are they're both their bats are on fire, and I think Central City got woken up by that first game, and they've been able to um, really kind of get get back into their game coming up to the losers bracket. I think there's a big advantage when you're coming up to the losers bracket. Once you've got a couple games under your belt, you've got a couple a couple games won. Now you got some momentum. You're you're starting to feel like you're rolling on all cylinders, and it really gets. The team who just comes off a tough loss, you know, one game away from being in the championship to, okay, now, now what are we going to do? And so I think for Central City, they have some momentum. I think still Elkhorn North, the top of their lineup, has a lot of speed. Um, they're still going to be able to they, – they need to throw strikes. They need to attack with that young pitching staff. Um, but they got – they're well coached. And I think if they can put some pressure on Central City, that can make it interesting. Um, but I still think that they're going to have to step up and put the pressure on Central City because I don't think Central City is going to make as many mistakes as a lot of the younger, more inexperienced teams would have. Kale Jensen leads that team. Um, uh, Gorsecki, he leads that team. Those guys are uh, really doing a good job of keeping that, that unit together. I think those are kids who played together a lot. And so when you look at, um, 
when you look at that team, they're able to use that experience from the tournament last year. They're able to build on that, kind of like we're seeing with Millard South in the Class A. That experience comes into play, and it makes them a tough team to beat, especially when nothing rattles you and nothing seems to phase those older guys. That's kind of the one benefit of having, whether it's experience in the tournament or a senior-led team. You just have that experience who's, they're, they're going to never say die. So leaning on that, I think, I think today the challenge is going to be for Elkhorn North to step back up after, having, after coming off a loss and being able to say, let's rally troops, let's get back on track. Um, if you're in the Waverly-Scut game, what is your strategy? I'm going to spin this on you. What would your strategy be as Waverly um, not having to win the game to get into the championship? Boy, that's a challenging one, isn't it? Uh, I mean, let's face it, the kids know that. Right. Mm-hmm. And we all know that uh, it's all about, you know, mental toughness, especially in the state tournament, especially in the game of baseball. Um, you know, Alex, I'm not paid to be a coach. I don't know. <laughs> I don't have a good answer on that. I guess it's really ride the momentum. Right. When you believe in yourself like Waverly, they don't think they can lose right now. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I don't think Coach Davis is going to have an issue with that. I think they're going to come in uh, guns blazing. I agree. I agree. I think from a coaching standpoint, too, you don't want to give up that, that, uh, that safety net getting into the championship game of being able to lose one. Because if you can go to this in the championship game where they have to beat you twice, yep. you can essentially strategize your pitching staff to where, or what, are, what do we want to do? Do we want to go one-on-one? Do we want to go our best versus their best? Or do we go our number two and three versus their one, knowing that in the second game we can throw our guy if we need to? And then just kind of go at them and just try to beat them with your bats. So there's a lot of strategy that comes in, into, into play at this point, especially if you're the top seed. So Scott's obviously fighting for their lives. I mean, they're going to they're going to pull out all the stops. So is Central City. So is Elkhorn North. And if you're Waverly, I agree. Keep the momentum going. Stay hot. Stay aggressive. That's what's gotten you this far. Might as well keep it rolling. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, you talked about Elkhorn North. They, uh, I was at the Elkhorn North Elkhorn High game, and just to all our listeners out there. Just go out and support these young men that are playing baseball and these coaches. What an unbelievable environment at that game. And so Elkhorn Norris had two back-to-back really tough days, right? I mean, they won that game in, I believe it was 10 innings. It was an absolute barn burner, right? And they have some young but very talented players, right? And they play with a lot of passion. So, Well, you got to give all those teams that played yesterday a lot of credit to that. With When weather's weird like that and you have the rain all day and teams are getting moved around and – um, that is way more taxing than you think. I mean, you don't call off a football game and then play it later in the day. Like, right. you, don't, you know, <laughs> yeah. there's not a lot of other sports where that happens. So That's exactly right. For, for a baseball tournament, when you, you shut it down and you go, okay, we, we, you know, we might not play, and then it's like, oh, no, wait, it's, it's Nebraska. And all of a sudden the sun comes out, and it's like, no, we can play. And so you got to, you know, turn it back on and get ready again. That's that's tough on kids, and that's one of those things that you you can't plan for, you can't account for. It's just how do your kids respond? And so I think you saw a lot of, you know, internal fortitude, intestinal fortitude uh, with those kids and being able to, to show up, especially those la- the last couple games, those last few innings, you just saw it start to grind on a little bit. Everybody was getting a little tired and the body language is, you know, drooping a little bit. But um, they were fighting and it was pretty cool to see who came out on top. Absolutely. So baseball fans out there, uh, get out and support Class B today. It's at Fricky Field. Right, mm-hmm. games at four and seven o'clock, as we mentioned in the first one, Waverly Scott, second one, Elkhorn North against Central City, Fullerton, Centura. Let's go to Class A. You know, storyline, you know, for me, Alex, is first of all, wow. Um, you know, take a look at uh, take a look at last night. We all know that 
typically in the state tournament and in most championship baseball teams, it's can you weather the storm, right? Uh, and you had last night uh, the kid at Millard South, uh, Braden Cannon, gives up five runs in the first inning, right? And then comes back, and I believe he threw three or four shutout innings in a intense win over their rivals in Millard West, eight to six. So um, thoughts on Class A? So watching, uh, I watched the entire game over again after I, after I saw it live, and I, I'm sitting there watching the game, and I'm like, did I remember this wrong? Because it was just, it was so on the momentum, everything was on Millard West side. And then they came out and they just kept chipping away. It was just one bat at, at bat at a time. If you would have told me they were going to come all the way back from down 5 nothing with their top three hitters not having a hit, I would have been like, well, how, what happened? Like the top four hitters by the third inning coming up for their second and third at bats had one hit combined. And it was the bottom of the order that just kept chipping away. And both teams were super aggressive. I think both teams, you know, they took some chances. Some of it worked out, some of it didn't, but they kept pushing the envelope. And I think the big thing was Millard South kept creating opportunities for themselves. And once, once they, you know, punched back, then it got real quiet for a little while. You know, you saw you didn't see a whole lot of runs scored for, for a few innings. And it was just kind of a stalemate of, Who's gonna Who's gonna be able to withstand, like you said, withstand the storm? And everybody's, you know, everybody's flying high till they get punched in the mouth. And that was the, you know, it was Mike Tyson used to say that, like everybody's got a plan till you get hit. And so it's weathering that storm in Millard South. That was the big, that was the big turning point of being able to see what their experience was gonna do and how they were gonna respond. And that was a huge win for them because now that takes a lot of the pressure off their pitching which they don't have a ton, but what they have is really good. And so going into this game, I mean, they're gonna, you know they're going to see Jalen Worthley today. Jalen Worthley is, is ridiculous. And so taking the pressure off having to beat him today and still being a championship is going to bode well for them. And I think you're able to weather that storm. And, you know, maybe you get hot. Maybe you put a couple runs up. Maybe the Lincoln East bats go cold again. And who knows? But I'm saying – you get Jalen Worthy on the mound. I like their chances. Again, you have the different pitching rest days than Class B, so they're all going to be a little bit better rested. Jalen, I think, only threw less than 50 pitches in the first game. And so he's going to come in from guns a-blazing. They're going to get to the winner of Millard West and Creighton Prep, and then it's going to be a, a one game for all, all the marbles at the end of the day. Now, those are exciting. Absolutely. You know, we talked, obviously, about uh, the game last night between Millard South and Millard West. Let's also talk briefly about the Creighton Prep uh, victory over Elkhorn South. Mm-hmm. Uh, score was 7-6. to six. We talked earlier about uh, the importance of free passes. You know, Creighton Prep was kind of in charge of that game, mm-hmm. right? And then a few free passes, and the next thing you know, look out. I think the game ended with the bases loaded. And, mm-hmm. you know, Creighton Prep's obviously very seasoned and experienced in the state baseball tournament. And, uh, you know, I've went to quite a few games this week, and, you know, one of my observations is the little, uh, they do the little things very well, mm-hmm. right? Uh, when you need that sacrifice bunt, uh, they seem to run the bases the right way and run, you know, take the extra base at the right time, bunt at the right time, and just uh, really are uh, pretty powerful in those uh, very close games. What did you think of last night's game? So there's, a, there's always a strategy to it, and Mooney has a very good plan in place for making sure that he has the guys he needs not just in this game, but going forward. It's always a chess match when you play prep. And 
they're not necessarily trying to win each move. They're trying to win the ultimate game. So they were trying to work through that last inning, trying to kind of fill in some guys, and then they had to have Bauer come in and close the door. I mean, it was a 30-minute final half inning. I mean, it was, <laughs> it was no joke. They, they had a lot of – they had a lot of – threw a lot of pitches, a couple hits here and there, and the last one was a charge to right center. Oh, I yes. mean, it was – I mean, Birch put a, a charge into that one. And yes. so it was very, very exciting for both parties involved. Um, you, you know, it's, you hate to see a season end for a team. Um, but at this point in the season, everybody's playing for their lives. And I think a lot of teams that have that experience in the tournament, it shows. And when you're able to play mistake-free, when you're able to get those little things down, like get the bunts down, um, cover the bunts well, uh, your first and thirds, and be able to you know run your pickoffs, run have all your your back end plays where the little things kind of become magnified in those situations. And so when you're able to do those things well, and if you try to play the game that prep plays, they usually come out on top in that. You almost want to go <laughs> if you can go the route of we're going to try to outslug you, throw it by you, so we don't have to get into the small ball battle because that's that's tough to play against them. They do that really well. Yeah. And you are right, Jason. Uh, Jason Birch uh, did put a charge into that hit, boy. Ooh, that was He's a strong kid. Yes, a very strong kid. All right. Well, let's take a look at the games then today in Class A. Um, as mentioned, we have Millard South against Lincoln East at four o'clock. Uh, both of the games in Class A today are at uh, uh, Omaha Mavericks Field at Tal Anderson Park. So we got Millard South, Lincoln East at four, and Millard West in prep at seven. Mm-hmm. What do you think? So, again, I think, I think with Worthley on the mound for Lincoln East, I think they're going to come out very, very strong. I think if I'm Millard South, I'm, I'm not playing it conservatively, conservatively, but I'm putting my guy out there who gives us a chance to stay in the game if we can put some runs on the board. I don't want to put a guy out there who might keep him to two or three runs and then bank on my offense to get those off of, off of Jalen. So, from their standpoint, I'm not saying too conservatively, but at the same time, keep your guys for the championship. Keep – Get your pitchers healthy. Get that staff lined up right because you do have the offense to, to change a game. I mean, you have Smith, you have Kozel, uh, you have Sweet, you have Cannon, um, you have Hurd. You got, you know, they got all these guys. So, like, uh, when you have that, you can put a charge. You can change a game quickly. But if you don't, fall back on your – get your guys rested. Get them ready to go because on the other side of it, prep's going to be – they're going to be they're gonna be putting guys out there who have already thrown – who hopefully are dialed in for today. Um, and then you know Millard West is going to be throwing, rolling in Cahoy. That's who I'm guessing they're throwing. Um, and then they're going to follow that up with Novotny in the championship. So if Millard West can get through prep, I really like their chances in the championship game. If prep can upset Millard West, watch out, because that's going to be a battle. That would be a, a real battle when you get into how that's going to mix and match and work its way in. Because um, Millard West has the pitching, the most pitching left. But in a one-game playoff, I'm not sure there's anybody I would want to see less than Jalen Worthley or, or Sam Novotny or Cahoy. Uh, I mean, when, you, and when you're talking Millard West, you have two of those guys. So from that standpoint, there's a lot of dangerous pitchers, a lot of dangerous hitters. This is why they were the top four teams going into the tournament. That's right. And so we have four very well-coached teams who are all, – all but, all but one is playing for their life today. And – that one is the team that just came back from being down 5 nothing in the second inning uh, to upset their rival. So one thing I do worry about a little bit with Miller South today is also that's a big emotional roller coaster yesterday. 
a lot you don't you don't want to underestimate how much it takes out of you. Same thing for Millard West. You had the game. You were up five nothing. Let's go out there and get it. And then I I'm not taking the pre, the the um, responsibility off the players. That was a tight strike zone last night in that Millard South Millard West game. You took two guys who don't typically walk a lot of people, and it got it got tight. There was a lot of cl- pitches that were right on the right on the border, close calls, early in counts that would take those counts from 0-0 to 1-0 to 2-0 rather than being a 1-1 count and 0-1 count. And I think that really ran up pitch counts. You don't normally see Braden Cannon throwing that many pitches. Um, it, usually if he throws that many pitches, he's completing the game. Um, so not, not excluding the fifth inning, but that was what both, got both pitchers into trouble was, was the walks early. And I think even towards the end of the game, you kind of saw that zone start to open up a little bit. I kind of realized, like, eh, I might be a little, calling it a little tight. Um, but when you get into those, those moments – you see a lot of breaking balls at high school from high school kids. A lot of hitters still sitting there waiting for fastballs that they weren't getting, you know, comes into being able to throw those pitches for strikes and attack those kids in that count. So it's going to be a good one today. Um, you never want to underestimate the plan that prep has. Prep always has a strategy. They're going to have a strategy going into this one. I think I like Lincoln East chances. I think if you're Millard West and prep, you're playing to play Lincoln East today um, and then see Millard South in the championship. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just think about this. Since 2016, we've had three teams win the state championship, right? Between Creighton Prep, Millard West, and Millard South. Millard South is obviously saying, hey, we're going to go back-to-back, right? Then you have Lincoln East saying, hey, we play baseball here in Lincoln, too. So it's, this is why we want to go to the games today, right? Absolutely. Excellent. Well, thank you, listeners. Uh, enjoy the baseball today. Please, uh, if you can, get out to one of the parks and enjoy a fantastic Nebraska State Baseball Championship here in 2022. I also want to throw in there real quick, you have excellent catchers today um, on all the teams. Um, between Gorgeous, uh, you'll have Worthley, you'll have Peterson, and you'll have Kozad. If you want to see good high school catching, especially in the Class A tournament, make your way out there. Those, are, those guys are studs. And we'll take that as factual from a former catcher. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Thank you, everyone. Media Production.